welcome to the Animal Rescue Podcast, which you always wanted to know but didn't know who to ask. We will be talking with different people throughout the animal rescue world, finding answers to the questions you've been wondering. All right, John, thank you so much for being on. I'm so excited to talk to you. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So I found you through Instagram and I started seeing some of the videos you were posting, um, different training sessions you were doing with your dogs. And I just, I was hooked. Like everything you post, I watched to the end. It's just, it's amazing. And I especially love that you put the time lapse on there. Oh yeah. Like that alone made me feel so much better about what I was doing with my dogs. We all go through it. Yeah. I mean, cause I mean, you see the stuff on TV or, you know, some other trainers post stuff and it looks like this instant fix, Yeah, but really it takes so much time and patience. I mean, you just have to be able to sit there and let them work through. It time. helps when you have a, a plan, you know, um, yes. I told one client she was in law school and I was like, your professor's they already have a syllabus for you. So they've already mapped out how the whole quarter is going to go or the semester. Yeah. Right. Yes. Some kinks will come up and maybe you get backtracked or maybe you're ahead of schedule, but the plan is already done before the students ever show up to class. So yeah. it's best if we have a plan before we just start working with the dog and we're like, Oh, <laughs> that is, I've never thought about that. Yeah. That's a very good analogy. I like that. So how do you come up with your plans for the dogs that you work with? Um, the first one is trust, right? Um, it's just trust. It's, uh, you know, I can't just come in and especially dogs that have been through the system, right? Yeah. Like it, it's a little bit difficult for them to trust you. So they might know tricks because, hey, I'll get food if I sit for you. Or whatever, but I can't just come in and tell a dog like, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. And like, hey, I'm the trainer. Like, you really can't come in like that because they're like, Who? I don't, I don't know you. They yeah. don't have Instagram. They don't, they don't know. They didn't read a Yelp review. They have no idea what's going on. So it, it's in the beginning, if I've learned that you just got to provide for the dog. The dog needs to see what I am to them before I'm like, oh, you need to do this, this, and this. So how do you start building trust with the dog? What types of things do you do? Food, water, shelter. Interesting. Right? No emotions. Like yeah. I'm going to feed you mm -hmm. and I'm going to help you. So I'm, it's basically, I'm going, this dog is everywhere on a leash with me because I don't oh. know them. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know what they're going to do, but I'll mm -hmm. keep a leash on you and I'm going to feed you. I'm going to give you water and I'm going to keep your area clean. And I'm, I'm basically here for you. I'm your concierge or how do you yeah. ever, you say that word, right? <laughs> you let me know what you need and I'm going to provide that for you. Yeah. Not what you want, but mm -hmm. what you need. Right. And for a dog, everything is survival. It's right. Like from their minds, like I just need to eat and sleep yeah. and drink some water and feel safe. And if it's hot, I want to be cool. And if it's cold, I want to be a little warm. Like it's so yeah. simple. It, it, it's that's it. There's yeah. no emotion in it. If they're growling at me, well then we'll wait a little bit for food. 
yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But I'm not going to correct you for being scared. Yeah, that's a very good point. Right? Like, yeah. you can act however you want around me. Okay? You, a person will tell you their deepest, darkest secrets with, if you don't give them pressure. If you're just hanging out. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. They just bring stuff up. So I take the pressure off the dog, and the dog is going to tell me everything I need to know. What? What is, like, how do you figure out what the dog is trying to tell you? Aggression is fear. Right. Right? Um, it's, if, the, if you're not feeling safe, then there's a lack of trust. Mm -hmm. Dogs aren't out in the wild. Like, dogs aren't just fighting each other. Right. Right? Like, they're either running away or avoiding. Like, they're not stuck. Yeah. So the problems we have is is that no one has taught the dog how to live in a human world. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to live in a human world. No. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm still <laughs> figuring it out. And then the pandemic happened. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, crap. right? Now I got to figure this. I'm like, <laughs> seriously, I'm like, I'm so used to shaking hands and the people are like, oh. oh my gosh, I know. And then I'm like, ah, and then it's just like, like that. You ever seen that movie Step Brothers? Yes. Right, man, you know the scene where Will Ferrell doesn't know if he should hug his stepdad, right? Yes. Like, that's how I feel. And I swear that's how dogs feel when they're with us. Oh, that's so interesting. Right? Like, yeah. the stepdad's just judging Will Ferrell, but he's feeding him. Yeah. He's giving him a home, but he's judging him every single step of the way. Mm -hmm. You're not good enough. Yeah. That is so interesting. Yes. So when it comes to like energy and working with dogs, what, what should we do? Or what do you recommend? Or what do you do? You got to leave your emotions out of it. Oh, that's so hard. Right? Like you gotta, uh, I work with a dog. There's no emotion. I don't feel anything. That's why I kind of don't want to, especially working with dogs in rescue. Mm -hmm. I Bree reads all the stories. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't read that. Cause then I get, I get emotionally invested. And if I, if I see the, sorry, oh, no. if, I, if I, oh, I mean, I don't know how to, it's a landline. I don't know how to make it stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember how to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, there it goes. It stops. Oh, uh, what was I saying? energy oh you don't read the oh, stories Bree does I, I don't really read the stories like Bree's like bless her heart she's she's she at any given moment she can be at the table crying mm -hmm. right and it, yeah. it's like I I don't even ask I just kind of hover over her shoulder I'm like oh yeah right and then like a lot of times it's like that's accompanied by because of rescue has sent us a video of can you help this dog yeah right so Bree gets to handle all the emotional stuff, bless her heart. And yeah. then I get, can you help this dog? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> right? Nice. So I, I have to remove myself emotionally from mm -hmm. that because I love the dog so much. Yeah. Not because I don't care. It's a big deal. Like a lot of like some of my employees, like if they see me petting a dog, they take pictures of it. <laughs> They're like, I can't believe this is happening. Right. <laughs> That's but so funny. You got to leave your emotions out of it. 
right? Like I'm sure teachers have favorite students, but they don't let you know. Right. You know, like everyone has favorites, but no one, like, it's not, it, it's just, you gotta let it go. You gotta put that emotion aside. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't, the second I get emotional about it now, I'm making it about me, I'm making it personal. Yeah. And now it's about me. And am I really helping the dog or am I just doing it to help me feel a certain way? Mm-hmm. Okay. My personal feelings have nothing to do with the dog that's in front of me. Nothing, zero, nothing. Yeah. Right. I just have to like, Hey, like, and you know, picking up on those cues and those signs that just comes with experience. Right. Yeah. It's, I used to sit at the shelter. I don't know all the time. And I would just watch dogs. I'd watch them with different people. I'd see the same dog out with three different people and see the dog act three different ways. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't say anything. Cause what happened was the, I would go into the shelter, try and help everyone. Mm-hmm. But when you've been a volunteer for like 10 years, they don't want it. Right. Especially yeah. like someone that's like older than me. They're like, don't tell me what to do kid. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. and so I was like, okay, I'm not going to help you. Like, I'm going to, sorry. So I would sit and watch and I would observe. Mm-hmm. Right. And I would just take mental notes. I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do that. Oh, that dog looks scared, but he's doing this. Mm-hmm. Right. So I learned what to do and what not to do with these dogs by watching everyone else work with them. Oh, that's so fascinating. But it makes sense. It makes complete sense. Right. How many people learned English watching I Love Lucy? Right. I yeah. mean, right. You just watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just pick it up. Yeah. It, it's, uh, you, you gotta learn. You got to observe. You got to watch the dog. You got to see what they're doing. Not just the thing that they're reacting to, but like maybe Mm -hmm. the dog's always nervous. Yeah. So what tips do you have for people who have a dog that's just always nervous? It depends on the dog, but Mm -hmm. I I, I think it's like, like anything, like get help. Yeah. Right. Like, and I get it. Maybe, maybe you can't afford help maybe it's a financial thing right Mm -hmm. or maybe you know but there's there's books and there's youtube videos and and there's stuff and i'm not saying like and i'm don't don't look at the technique don't look to fix it seek to understand it yes okay because if you're looking to fix it you're gonna start trying all these things on your dog and they're not your experiment (laughs) like you gotta just just take your time Mm-hmm. If you're feeling frustrated, just stop. Yes. At the end of the day, like just learn to share space with your dog. You don't have to fix your dog's problems to have a great relationship. Yeah. You don't fix anxiety. You understand it and you guide them. Yeah. There's no remedy for it. I know because I have a lot of family members that suffer from anxiety. If you think you can fix it, you're you're already going about it wrong. Right. Yeah. You just have, you find ways to support it and we, you know, workarounds. If this is the thing that causes your anxiety or that triggers it, okay, then let's either find a, a, a way to kind of soften that or let's find a way around it. Right. And sometimes you can do everything right. And it still Mm -hmm. happens. Yeah. Right. And then if I get, Oh, it's not working. Mm -hmm. Oh, the second, Oh, the second I do that, I'm making it all about me. So I have to be very self-aware. So there's your answer. 
If you're having issues with your dog, you need to be more self-aware about yourself. Yeah. The dog has nothing to do but watch you. Well, and they pick up your energy. So whatever you're doing or however you're feeling, they're mirroring it back to you. I, um, good. I'm glad you brought that up back. Uh, I don't know. This is like six or seven years ago, maybe longer. I can't keep track anymore, but I love sports. I love watching basketball, especially. And it was right around when the Lakers just were not good. And I was yelling at the screen and yelling at the screen, yelling at the screen. Right. And it's, you know, TVs now are more realistic than ever. Yeah. Right. So it's, uh, I didn't notice because my dogs weren't fighting or mm. acting scared, but I didn't notice that they were cowering on the couch, like rolling up in these tight little balls whenever mm. I was like, yeah. Mm, 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 right. And then one day I went to just grab the remote and one of my dogs started shaking like oh my goodness i just grabbed the remote right so most people be like oh my gosh my rescue dog's afraid of the remote must got beaten the head with the remote yes right yes <laughs> well if that was my client be like well how long have you had your dog oh no six years oh <laughs> well what like no it, it was the remote is what turns on the tv Mm-hmm. And then all these people show up in purple and gold and it makes my dad mad. Yes. So they're like this, please don't, please don't, please don't touch the remote. Yeah. This is going to happen. Right. That's how far back the issues go. Man. Right. Man. <laughs> so you got to be self-aware. And yes. it's hard. It, it, you're, it, it, you can't pay attention to everything all the time. Right. Okay. But sometimes we just need to slow down. And if you see your dog being scared, like me, it, it was probably built up way before you think it was. Yeah. Like if my wife yells at me for not washing a dish, it's not because the dish is dirty. It's because she's asked me 10 times to do it. Right. Right. And then finally she says, she doesn't do this, but (laughs) clean the goddamn dish. Right. Right. And then I'm like, wow, why is she yelling? It's just a dish. Yeah. See the miscommunication. (laughs) Right. But now she learns she has to yell Mm -hmm. to get what she wants. So now the dog learns it needs to freak out for all the scary stuff to go away. I'm feeling so much click right now. Mm-hmm. And then the dog's trying to communicate with you. And every time the dog communicates that it's scared, it gets corrected. Yes. Daddy, there's a monster under my bed. You're grounded. <gasps> Wait, what? Oh my goodness. You're First of all, there's no right monster now. under the bed, but can you go check that there's a monster under my bed? I don't need to check that there's a monster under your bed because I know there's not a monster under your bed. And now you're grounded for being scared. Oh my goodness. This. your analogies are perfect yeah because I screw up with my kids all the time too (laughs) (laughs) yes right oh my goodness but hey there's a monster under my bed let me go look that means I have to stop everything I'm doing to go look at an imaginary monster under the bed so I can build trust with my son if my dog is barking at something and I'm in the other room I need to go look. And calmly too. Yeah. Aren't dogs supposed to alert you when something's wrong? That's the whole, I mean, that's why so many people get a dog. 
Isn't that the, the whole Tell point? Tell me something's happening. But please shut up. Okay, yes. well, someone's going to rob the house then, so. Oh, my gosh. Get what I'm saying? When, what if there was a monster under my kid's bed, but it's not a monster, it's a possum. Yeah. <laughs> like, they actually knew right. something was there, but you didn't believe them. Yeah, it's cool. So can someone let the dog know that it's safe? It's okay? Yeah. So you go look. Oh. Hey, dog, Chuck. Right. That's one of our dogs. CPS guy, go lay down. Oh, thanks. I thought we were all going to die. <laughs> Communication. Yes. Every day our dogs try to communicate with us and they don't, we only want them to stop, to stop bugging me. Right. I'm scared. Sit. What? What do you mean sit? I'm scared. Sit. <sighs> okay. But I'm still scared. <laughs> Shut up. But you told me to sit. Oh my gosh. So if a dog is scared, I mean, do you, obviously the first thing would be to kind of see what's going on, see what could possibly be triggering it, but then do you calmly remove the dog from the area or? We create distance. Okay. I don't want, I don't want to. So first I'm going to, I'm going to look around. Mm -hmm. Now if there's, and I'm being very dramatic here. If there's a bear there, if there's a big brown bear, I'm out. Yeah. I'm not practicing dog psychology if there's a bear in front of me. Right. I'm out. We're gone. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go before he sees us. Yeah. Because a bear can run like 40 yards in three seconds. So let's yeah. go. Yeah. Now, if it's another dog on a leash 50 mm -hmm. yards away, I'm going to move maybe five or 10 feet back so I can have my dog's attention. Mm -hmm. How do I know if I have my dog's attention? Because he's no longer looking at the thing. <laughs> He's no longer rubbernecking, mm -hmm. but here's what we do. The dog rubbernecks, we rubberneck. We're like, don't do that. But you're looking at it too, dad. And you're getting mad at me. You're also getting upset at this thing. We're both staring at. Oh my gosh. I so, so much is clicking right now. Right? So we both stare at it and we have a tension on the leash and we're like, be good, be good. But yeah. we're like, mm. and the dog has something around its neck or even on a harness. And there's all this pressure. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So what do I do? I acknowledge it. And now I'm going to turn away from it and walk away until my dog stops looking at that thing. Yeah. As soon as my dog stops looking at that thing, I'm going to stop and I'm going to get my dog's attention. And my dog's going to finally look up at me. And as soon as they lock eyes with me for like an eighth of a second, mm -hmm. right? I can either now go away and leave. Mm -hmm. or try to continue to move forward. Yeah. Right. I'm not just going to correct the dog, but I'm also not just going to take off mm -hmm. right now. I'm teaching my dog to avoid everything. Right. And so that's, I think one thing that I don't know is either properly taught or talked about enough so I have dogs that are reactive. Mm -hmm. When we see another person, dogless, just a person walking mm -hmm. towards us, part of this I know is my own, like, I don't want them to freak out. Mm -hmm. But then, so we turn around, they stop looking and then, okay, it's time we start walking back and then they start freaking out again. So at what point do you go back towards that thing or do you? 
when you feel confident? If I'm not feeling confident, what makes me think that the, the animal with the leash around its neck is going to feel confident? Oh you imagine God. being handcuffed with the person you love the most or walking through somewhere yes. and they're like, oh my God, we're going to die. And you're like, oh man, like, you see? And then I... that person's like, you need to stop freaking out. You need to stop. And you're like, well, can you just undo my hands? Well, no, because then you might run away. Oh well, I kind of want to run away because right. I don't feel safe with you. I just need to rethink all of my life choices right now. <laughs> <laughs> like every decision that I've made. And it's funny because you think you're doing the right thing, which yes, you, you are. Oh, Your intentions are good. Right. You're doing the best you can with what you have. Yeah. It's in taking that extra step to keep learning. And the more you learn, I mean, dogs are resilient. They, they forget about, they're, they're like, right. oh, we almost died, but now we're still alive. Cool. Right. Let's move on. What's for dinner? Yes. <laughs> like we are the ones holding on to the, oh my gosh, I just totally ruined that. Or, oh, I'm screwing my dog up. Or I can't go out on walks anymore because it's too stressful. It's have a plan. Yeah. Set your expectations through boundaries. Yes. Okay. So think like you can't make unsafe lane changes on the freeway. Right. Without getting a ticket. A cop's not going to wait until you crash. Right. Right. And you'll be like, why'd you pull me over? Oh, well you, I mean, you're, you're making unsafe lane changes, but it's not like I hurt anyone. Oh, and then that case, never mind. Right. Okay. So you, the, the expectations on the road are that everyone should be following the rules mostly. Right. Yeah. And everyone will stay safe. When I'm walking my dog, the rule and the boundary is I'm only walking you with the loose leash. If yeah. you pull, we're just going to stop. And I'm going to guide you back to me. Mm -hmm. But we only have 30 minutes for a walk. Mm -hmm. I don't really care how far we go, but we're going to get there slowly. And if something happens, right, mm -hmm. I'm just going to do what I think is best now in this moment. And yeah. I'll think about it later. Yeah. I tell my clients all the time, if you get in a situation and you're stopping to think and you feel like everyone's in danger and you're stopping to think what I would tell you to do, I was like, you lost. Yeah. Get out of there. Mm -hmm. Think about it later. What could I have done better later? Don't make that decision now. Yeah. Right. If I'm on the 405, <laughs> anyway, and someone's driving towards me, I'm going to do whatever I can so that I don't crash. That might right. include breaking some laws. Yeah. Making those unsafe lane changes. What if you get a ticket? That's the first thing from my head. Right. We just need to get out of here. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So yes. for, yeah, if you're walking your dog and something unexpected happens, okay, then do whatever is the safest thing to do. Mm -hmm. But also if you're walking your dog, stop looking for unsafe things. Enjoy your yes. walk. Yes. Well, and I think so one thing, another analogy that I saw on yeah. your Instagram at one point was, you know, when you're driving the car, you, you need to just, you keep an eye out for making sure everything is safe. But if you're constantly looking out for the danger, <laughs> That's all anyone's going to see oh, and you're yeah. going to find it. Right. Oh my God. Those windows are too tinted. How do they see out of that? That's dangerous. 
Right. Boom. Yes. <laughs> and then you're going to blame it on the tinted windows. Mm -hmm. It's, it's hard. It's, we need to be self-aware. We mm -hmm. need to break habits. And if we can't, we need to understand how hard it is to break our habits so that we even have a chance to help this dog. Yeah. Cause the dog's just doing what works for the same reason we are. Why do yeah. you do it that way? I don't know. That's what works. I don't, right. I don't really think about it. Yeah. Right. But now that you brought it up, man, I didn't think how dangerous that was. Maybe I'll change my ways. Yeah. But how important is it for you to change? Yeah. Right. You've gotten this far in life without having to change. So has the dog. Mm -hmm. Right. The dogs are never taught. We not never. Many dogs are not yeah. taught how to live in a human world. Right. If there was a book written on human socialization, how confusing would that book be? Oh my gosh. But dogs are supposed to behave in every single social situation, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, people can't even behave in every <laughs> single social situation. No, <laughs> right? It's like chapter one, going to the grocery store, right? Yeah. Here's what to do when you see someone in the same aisle as you. But then it's going to break off into 15 different subtexts. Yes. Right. Well, what if that person's a stranger? What if mm -hmm. that person's a stranger that knows your ex? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. What if that's a person from high school that you've been trying to avoid? Like, mm -hmm. right. It's so confusing. The human world is so confusing yeah. and the dogs are just constantly forgiving us. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll go with you. Right. Well, yeah. maybe, you know, my dog doesn't like other dogs. Well, maybe your dog thinks the same thing about you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to act crazy so that you go away. So my human can be happy again. Yes, that is, uh, oh man. Yeah. I, I mean, and it makes me think about, you know, one of my dogs gets really reactive in the yard when the neighbor comes over just to say hi. Mm -hmm. And he'll just start going after the other dogs. Like, I don't know what to do. And mm -hmm. he's, he's redirecting that energy. Yeah. And I think now it's because we as the people are like, oh my gosh, I don't want our dogs to freak out. Like, I don't want the neighbor to think that we have just these crazy dogs, but it's us doing it to them. Yeah. Unknowingly. I mean, it's unknowingly, not, exactly. It's, it's not something that you would normally think about. No, but you don't have to because, you know, you live in a human world. Right. And we know how to hide our anxieties and our yeah. fears and we put on these brave faces, but right? the dogs don't get that. No, people are like, I wish my dog could talk. I'm like, no, you don't because your dog would tell you if you look fat in that dress. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> they would have no filter. Your dog would be like, yeah, man, like you probably shouldn't wear that. <laughs> oh my goodness. So how, how can people start to temper those high expectations? I mean, everyone wants that quick fix. And obviously, yeah. oh, hopefully people are starting to realize that quick fixes do not exist. Well, I mean, how, how ironic is it that we use a platform called Instagram to teach patients? Yes. I have one minute to show you how to be patient. <laughs> oh, that's the time lapse yes. with the well, timer. <laughs> Yes, that's and it's so helpful. I mean, even when I take my dogs for a walk, for the longest time, it was I want to get a, a mile walk in. I want to get three miles in. 
But I'm now realizing that it's less about the physical energy we expend and it's more about that interaction, that connection, making sure that we're on the same page. And yeah. if something comes up, we're going to stop, deal with it. And if you only get a five minute walk down the street and back, then that's all you've got. But, Undivided attention. Yes. Yes. That's what kids want. They want your undivided attention. They don't care. They don't want two or three or 10 hours of your time. They just want your undivided attention. Yeah. That's it. So how do you balance undivided attention and affection? Because I feel like as people, we think affection is attention, mm -hmm. but it does. I mean, for dogs, that's not necessarily the case, right? I mean, no. A lot of dogs don't even want to be cuddled. They just do yeah. it because they're like, well, you feed me. They're tolerant of it. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, they get excited for the affection, I think, because, you know, they're social creatures and depending and on where and it's positive or whatever. And most dogs don't have a problem. Most dogs don't have a problem. Right. That's where we go wrong because then we think all dogs want it. Yeah. Right. So I just started labeling dogs as extroverts and introverts because people understand that way better. Yes. Please do not touch my introverted dog. Oh yeah, I get that. I'm introvert. I hate when people. Yeah. Oh me. my goodness. Yeah, we need to start doing that. Just everyone. Everyone. Right? Extroverted dog dogs. Yeah. Extroverted people usually don't have boundaries. Yeah. I know. <laughs> right? We don't yeah. have boundaries, but I'm just being friendly. Right. He just wants to play. Yeah. An extroverted dog can get into a more trouble than an introverted dog. But an extroverted dog gets to do whatever they want because they just want to play. Yeah. And then the introverted dog's like, I need you to be more extroverted. Well, that's not going to happen. Right. Well, and it, <laughs> it's like you're punishing your introverted dog for being introverted. Exactly. And what kind of relationship is that? It's like saying... Yeah, there's a monster on my under my bed, and me saying, mm, "I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Go to bed. Deal with it. Right? I'm busy. You're playing a game on your tablet, Dad. Oh, yeah, this is busy. <laughs> right? I'm distracting myself. <laughs> it's look, and you know, I I make jokes about it or whatever, but it's it's something we need to be aware of mm -hmm. because. At the end of the day, people are, because of miscommunication, people are taking their dog to the pound mm -hmm. and dogs are being euthanized every day oh, because we're cool. not communicating with them. Right. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. Th there was a dog. So I volunteer at the local shelter. Okay. And there was a dog that behind the kennel door, mm -hmm. he was labeled aggressive. Like, People just thought because he was barking and growling and lunging at the door that he was going to bite someone. No, he just wanted out because the yeah. second you got him out, all he wanted to do was just lick your face and get the pets and that's it. But you see, that's how we learned to get out. Well, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. But like there's... he kept getting overlooked because he yeah. just, it, it, he was so misunderstood mm -hmm. when really all you had to do was get him out of his kennel and yeah. his actual personality came out. I mean, look, no one, look, when, 
what we're a year into quarantine or in, oh into the God. pandemic. Look at how crazy people acted oh when they said God. you had to stay home. Yes. Look how crazy the world got mm -hmm. when they said you can't leave the house ever, but you need to learn how you still need to be well behaved. Yes. There's nowhere for this energy to go. It's mm -hmm. just stuck in these four walls. We became dogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it, it's just, it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough because mm -hmm. we do, we want instant gratification. We, mm -hmm. it, we live in a, a, you know, diet pill world. Everyone wants to lose weight, but no one wants to, they will sacrifice being healthy to lose weight. Right. Right. Like, yeah. They'll sacrifice their own happiness. Right. Because at least I'm losing weight. Exactly. But at the end of the day, I mean, what are you really gaining? Yeah. But I want to be healthy. Okay. Well, you're going to have to do this, 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 and this. Oh, never mind. Mm -hmm. I want a well behaved dog. Well, you're going to have to do this, this, and this. It's not the routine. I, I hear it all the time. I know I need to be more consistent. No, we're all consistent. Your dog is the way they are because you are consistent. You need mm -hmm. to add some structure to your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I am the way I am. I do the things I do because I'm consistent in my behavior. Mm -hmm. I get what people are saying, but we just need to change that wording because you are consistent. That's how we right. got here. Right. <laughs> yeah. You did the same things over and over and your dog learned that these are the things that I need to do. And oh yeah. Yeah. Or my dog's so unpredictable. Why? Oh, well, when I do this, this, and this, they do this. That's not unpredictable mm -hmm. at all. Earthquakes are unpredictable. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, it's earthquake weather. I said, whatever weather we're having during an earthquake is earthquake weather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's no rhyme or reason. There's no rhyme or reason. But if you can tell me step one through 10 of your dog's unpredictable behavior, you yeah. are... I, like you already have the answer to your, to your challenge. Yeah. You just don't want to put the work in to fix it. You just want the dog to stop. And if you right. suppress behavior, it's going to come out somewhere else. Right. It's just sitting there festering. Yeah. Waiting for that next situation. It, it's, um, it's a simple thing. It's not easy because we do. There's so much going on in the world. There's so mm -hmm. much going on. And sometimes the best thing to do while we're trying to figure out our own emotions, leave the dog out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I recently, um, I tried not totally consistently, but I attempted a one week, um, like fast of affection towards my dogs. Okay. How was that? I really liked it because it taught me a lot about how I go about interacting with them. Like I realized that I, I mindlessly give affection. I'm just sitting there watching TV and the dog is next to me. So I'll just start petting them. They didn't do anything. They didn't, they didn't work for it. I just gave it to them. So of course they're going to just do whatever they want because there's no guidance. Unearned affection never gets us anywhere. No, especially not in the dating world. No. Right. Yeah. But if you wouldn't date it, why are we allowing it with our dogs? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it's a relationship. It is. You know, and it's just, it, it's like I said, it's not, there, there's no one way to do it. 
Yeah. Right. But teach your dog, figure out what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Now teach your dog to do it. Yeah. That's it. The biggest part of that equation is, well, I don't know what makes me happy. Well, then what do you, how do you think your dog feels? Right? They just stare at you every day. Like, why are you not happy? Yes. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. Right. And the only time he seems okay is when he's petting me. And while I'm petting my dog, I'm thinking about all the things that are worrying me. And I'm just like, just transferring all this energy. All of that is going in there right? Like we should just start treating people the way we treat dogs. Mm-hmm. Change the way we treat dogs. <laughs> the, like world peace would happen if we treat it well. Right. If, if most people, yeah, most, not all, we don't want that. No. <laughs> I mean, you imagine meeting someone new and they're like, Hey, do you know any tricks? Wait, what? Right. Here, I have some food here. Do something here. Do something. Oh, look at those big ears. Oh, they're right. so soft. Oh, let me pet them some more. Let me get right in your face. Right? Like, it's it's weird. Yeah. It's not, right? Not weird, but it's not how, it's not social. That's not what we yeah. think of socializing, but we do it to dogs every day. Right. God forbid a dog gets uncomfortable and growls at us because a stranger just put their face in their face. Right. And then it's not the dog's fault. They're not aggressive. No. They're they're literally just trying to communicate with you. Hey, this is uncomfortable. Right. And then you correct the growling. So the dog's like, I guess I'll just bite you because. Right. <laughs> like I can't do anything else. I got to get this energy out somehow. We, we, uh, we run a nonprofit too. Um, yeah. I pity the bull and we go into the schools and we are basically reversing the way kids have been taught to oh, approach dogs. Yes. Like, stop doing this. If you mm-hmm. wouldn't do it to an alligator, don't do it to a dog because their teeth hurt too. Yeah. Like, stop doing this. They can smell you from 25 feet away. Right. Right. And if a dog comes up to you and sniffs you, let the dog sniff you. Yeah. If the dog walks away, the dog wants nothing to do with you. Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so simple. It is. But it's we've so been simple. Right. Here, yeah. smell oh, my hand. Here, get used to my scent so that I can pet you. Yeah. I'm guilty of it. I, 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 in the past five years, finally stopped. I'm 44. So I, I went <laughs> 30 plus years of my life doing this. Yeah. Right. So it's, I get it. But again, yeah. if we want the dogs to change, we need change too. Mm-hmm. And if you don't yeah. want to change, don't get a dog or find a dog that fits you. Mm-hmm. But again, that requires you to be self-aware. Yeah. Maybe just get a cat. Yeah. My they're uh, very clear. They're very clear. They're like, just feed me. Right. Why are you home? <laughs> right. Put the food down, walk away. That's it. Clean the litter box once in a while. Right. Just, just do anything alone. Right. <laughs> yeah. but yeah I don't know I think uh it's just communication mm-hmm. right I'm not training my dogs I'm raising my dogs I don't train my kids yeah right and yeah. my kids are watching everything I'm doing mm-hmm. not just when I'm teaching them a lesson mm-hmm. they're watching everything yeah 
You know so, why my four-year-old son knows what the word inappropriate means? Because he hears mom tell dad that every <laughs> day, multiple times a day. <laughs> oh yeah, they just pick up on that stuff. Like they're sponges. Oh, well, my son started saying whatever. <gasps> and I'm like, stop saying that. And Bree had to point out, like, you say that all the time. <gasps> like all the time. Like that's your answer. It's not sarcastic. It's like, whatever. Like, what yeah. do you want? Hey, we're going to do this. Cool. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, can I have a Capri Sun? Yeah, cool. Whatever. I say it all the time. And then I just corrected my son for saying it. How confusing is that? Right. And we speak the same language. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. It's, it's simpler than it needs to be. Oh, we're so we like, yeah, dogs have four states of mind, fight, flight, avoidance, surrender. That's it. Right. Fight is forward. Flight is backward. Avoidance is this and surrender is just cool. Guess this is what we're doing. Yeah. Right. Humans are like, there's mad, but what kind of mad? <laughs> yeah. I'm happy, but why are you crying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, because I'm sad that this happened, but you just told me you were happy. Right. Right? Dogs are like, I'm just trying to live. Mm-hmm. Just trying to stay safe and survive. <laughs> just trying to stay safe and survive. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on right. here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I can see your brain moving. It's, I can yeah, see your the, eyes are like the cogs are. They're just they're they're going. Like I'm just I'm thinking about all of the different situations that I've looked at my dogs and I've gone, oh man, why can't you just not react to this thing? But it's me. I'm looking out to make sure there are no loose dogs. I'm looking out. Where's that barking coming from? Yeah. I'm the one doing it. But you're supposed to. Not also, excessively. you're not looking for things wrong. You're just looking out so your dog yes. doesn't have to. But I'm also, so recently I use, we have six dogs, six, six rescues. Okay. And I would take them all on a run, which looks funny, but it worked-ish. Um, I recently went from taking all six to doing two at a time, max two at a time. Okay. Nice. More focused attention. Um, it's just, it feels easier and calmer. I am scanning a lot less. When I see something, I just say, we're good. And we keep going. And sometimes they'll rubberneck. Nope. Nope. We're good. I, I got you. We keep going. It's not perfect, but what is what this is? conversation is helping me to realize, oh, wait, there's, there's a little bit more that I can be doing to communicate to them like, hey, we're good. Like, it's fine. I have your back. I'm going to advocate for you. I'm going to keep you safe. Um, all you got to do is just keep running. Yeah. And don't trip me. Don't trip me. That's right? It. Let's keep it real simple. Yeah. Yeah, but what if this happened? We'll, we'll figure it mm -hmm. out later. Right? Well, And it's funny because I've always been a huge what if person. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. If this happens, maybe I'll do this. And then, oh, but what if this happens because I did this thing? And yeah, it's just about quieting yourself down 
and just focusing on the moment that's in front of you right now. Because if you keep thinking about all the other stuff, your anxiety is just going to build and build and it's just going to travel down that leash to them. That's why it helps have a plan. Mm -hmm. What are your suggestions for creating a plan? So I value time over distance. Okay. So today, for example, today I have 30 minutes to walk you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to grab my leash. Right. As soon as I grab leash, set in the timer. Yeah. I'm going to grab my leash. I need my dog to be as calm as possible with the leash on over their neck. Mm-hmm. Right. So now I'm imagining someone winning a medal at the Olympics. Right. They're just standing there. Yeah. They just put it on. Right. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the person getting the medal's not right. <laughs> moving their head. Shaking <laughs> everywhere. And, and the person that's giving the medal isn't having to do this. Right. Oh it's, just, it's just this. Okay. The one calm movement. That's it. Now my timer is going. So if it takes me 10 minutes to get my dog calm to do this, right? We have mm-hmm. 20 minutes left on our walk. Yeah. So now I got the leash on my dog or the harness or whatever. I'm going mm-hmm. to open the door and I'm not giving any commands. Mm-hmm. I'm going to open that door. And if my dog bolts out of that door, I got a leash it. Like I have them on a, like, where where are they going to go? So I'm going to open that door and I'm going to let them run out Mm -hmm. because I need to see what they're going to do without being micromanaged. Yeah. So they run out. I take the dog back in the house. I close the door and I start again. Well, how should it, I get the question. How should it feel? I go walk out of the house without your dog. Yeah. That's how it should feel. Mm -hmm. Are you looking down at your feet? When you're opening that door, no, you're looking straight ahead. Mm-hmm. If you open that door and you're looking at your dog, you are inviting danger to come in. Interesting. Okay. So now it took me 10 minutes to put the leash on. Now I'm going to work this door, but my dog just keeps bolting out, bolting out, bolting out. Okay. Well, if I can't stop my dog from bolting out of through a doorway, how am I supposed to do, do it when there's an actual live animal or a person? Right. I can't even control my dog through the doorway. So maybe that's where I need to start. Yeah. Right. So now, Hey, if it takes me 20 minutes to um, get my dog through the doorway and my timer goes off, it's my walk. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes of undivided attention. Now I'm going to go move on with my day. Yeah. Right. Because I got stuff to do dog. I love you, but mm-hmm. I have stuff to do. You don't, you don't really contribute anything financially. Over here, <laughs> right. so I got bills to pay. I'm kind of hungry. I need to do all this stuff, but I'll give you, I will always set aside time in my day to give you undivided attention. Mm-hmm. I don't really care how far we get in the lesson because I know you're giving me 100% of your time, you're mm-hmm. not checking your phone. Nope. You're not thinking about anything else, but what's in front of you. So I'm going to give that to you also, but we're yeah. so focused on the goals and the goals and the goals. And we got to do this today. And right. If you have mm-hmm. 30 minutes, give 30 minutes, don't give 35. Cause now you're five minutes late to whatever you need to do. And you're going to blame the dog. Yes. And you're going to be more stressed out and worked up. And then again, that's just going to feed into the dog. Right. But if you have an hour, give an hour. If you have 10 minutes, give 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But don't, you know, sometimes we lose, it's good to have goals, but we need to mark our progress. 
and maybe look back just a little bit to see where we started so mm-hmm. we can appreciate where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But nothing's ever good enough for us. Oh, it could be better. Oh, it could always be better. But yeah. what about right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my dog was behaving because there's no dogs at the park, but they were still behaving. Right. Isn't that what you want? That's what you want, right? Yeah, but we should have a dog here. I said, why? So you can kill the moment? Like, give your dog some credit. Give yourself some mm-hmm. credit. I've been so guilty of that. Like, oh, I hope I see a dog out on a leash so that I can really test these skills and show that we've made progress. Mm-hmm. But really, who? Right. Right? So we, may, we, take, it, we take it personal. Mm-hmm. That's taking it personal. Yeah. Because we want to prove... Dog- yeah. Your dog's not looking at you like, I wish you could be better. Mm-mm. Your dog's looking at you like you're, I understand you. It's okay. Let's try again later. Yeah. So if you're getting frustrated, you're moving too fast. So stop. Work on the thing right before you got frustrated. Cause that's where it's happening. Right. We all, we, the, the lunging, the biting, the freaking out, that's just an outcome. Mm-hmm. It's not the whole problem. No, there's something else happening before that. That's building up or leading to it or something. Listen to your listen to your dog's breathing patterns. And the second you hear them stop breathing, there's already a problem. If they're that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. So this requires you to be self-aware. Mm-hmm. And slow down, like you just said. Slow I, down. I was hoping that one of the silver linings of the pandemic would be that everyone would learn to just slow down. Because I feel like we just as a society have gotten to this, like, okay, got to keep going, got to keep going. Oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And we lose focus and we lose perspective on what's happening right now. You know, we're not enjoying these moments. We're not taking them in. We're not just chilling out. Yeah. And what's the point? Right. And I feel like I've, I've noticed more people talking about reactive dogs, um, you know, dogs with behavior issues. I mean, is is that just dogs in general holding up a mirror to us? There's no instruction. Right. Everything's a reaction. Mm -hmm. Ignoring another dog is just as much of a reaction as lunging and barking at them. Mm -hmm. But no one's taking the time to teach the dog what they should be doing. Yeah. The dog's like, I'm scared. I'm right. I'm scared. Mm -hmm. I'm scared. I don't trust you. Yeah. But I love you. Mm-hmm. But why don't you trust me? Because you freak out too. Right. Right. So we practice going through a doorway. Because again, I'm not scared of anything happening with the doorway. So mm-hmm. I'm going to constantly put myself in positions with my dog where I feel confident. Yes. Right. And I'm going to build so much confidence that I am going to be able to get out there in the world. That way, if something uncomfortable happens, I'm confident that I can get us out of it. Yeah. This isn't about training. It has nothing to do with training. Training is sit down, stay, you know, like training is like being good at basketball. But what Mm -hmm. about when you don't play basketball? How are you treating people? How are you acting? Mm hmm. Right. You, you grow up, you know, like, again, you read about all the child actors and actresses. They don't know how to act in public sense. So all they've been doing is acting their whole life. Right. 
and and it's been okay because they're so good at what they were trained for mm -hmm. that never ever no one ever taught them how to behave and socialize when they're not acting so then they just don't go anywhere mm -hmm. you know and so I, I think it's just it's we just need to take the time like we don't even know what we want but the dogs are supposed to just what what are they supposed to do then right well and it's funny because you know you always hear about we need to be confident when we're working with our dogs you know some people will talk about faking it till you make it well dogs can pick up on that and i never really knew like how do i get more confidence how do you build that but you just made a really good point that it's less about going out there and just developing it and more about understanding yourself and knowing okay what situations do i feel confident in oh i feel confident in my fenced in yard that's where you should start right that's it you can you can be the most talented guitar player in the world right mm -hmm. but if you're not confident playing in front of people how do you ever expect to play in front of people right right so you start with one person Mm -hmm. Hey, I want to play in front of you. Yeah. I just want to feel comfortable playing in front of someone. Yeah. Start with one person. Mm -hmm. Right now, there's only 19,909 more people to add. Right. Right. But before it was 20,000. Yeah. I mean, you have right? to start somewhere. You, you have to start somewhere. So I, you know, I like 10 years ago, nine years ago, I hit my head. I had a I got my sixth concussion and I had to almost relearn how to tie my shoes. Oh my goodness. At like, at like 35 years old. Yeah. Right. Like how long take you to tie your shoes? 10 seconds. It was taking me five minutes. Oh my goodness. That's a, that's a, it's an eternity. Mm -hmm. But I remember looking at my dog, Penny, who's right here. Mm -hmm. And I remember her just laying down just like that as a six month old puppy saying, like just looking at me like just take your time yeah just take your time I, you need to walk me but you need to have your shoes on so i'll wait for you yeah and then i corrected her later for for barking at a kid mm. <laughs> yeah it's funny the things that we do yeah yeah so yeah. if she's barking at a kid what is the what should we do? Like, do you just turn around and walk away? Do you not? So it, it's, it went back to that. It went way like, again, she was bolting out the door. The dog has one job to follow me. Yeah. I have one job, be someone to follow. It's not don't bark at kids. Yeah. That's not it. You can bark at a kid. I don't really care. Just don't pull me. Yeah. Don't. You could bark mm -hmm. though, but you better have a loose leash while you're, while you're walking, <laughs> yeah. right? Chances are though, if they're walking calmly next to you, they don't need to bark because they mm -mm. feel safe. Right. So you practice, right? Sports people, artists, musical people, mm -hmm. anyone that's really good at their profession, they yeah. practice before game time. They practice before mm -hmm. the concert, right? Yeah. How much time does... LeBron James practice basketball before the game. It's a two and a half hour game, but they practice right. in an empty stadium against each other mm -hmm. way before, so many times before the game. Yeah. 
right? It takes eight years or something to become a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Oh, I trained my dog for two weeks. They don't get it. Right. <laughs> well, and it's funny. It takes eight years to train to be a lawyer, but then it's still called a practice because you're constantly evolving. Oh, I like that. I didn't think, thank you. I'll yeah. give you credit for that one when I post about it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, why are we like, why do, why are we like the expectations we have for mm-hmm. dogs are so outrageous. That's why I say, set your boundaries, set your rules. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how you temper your expectations. And if you don't know what those boundaries are, you can't set those rules or follow through with those. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need to lower our expectations a little bit, mm-hmm. right? I want my dog. I had one client. I want my dog to be cool when I have Super Bowl party. Oh, okay. Well, how often do you have people at your house? Oh, just once a year for my right. Super Bowl party. I was like, oh, well, then you're just gonna have to have parties every week. Yeah. <laughs> like, how how else do you get the dog comfortable with having people over? Yeah. Once a year, I, they forget it the next week. Right. Or maybe exercise your dog really, really good and let the dog sleep through the party mm-hmm. that they probably don't want to be part of anyway. Right. It's okay to crate them. Our room is a crate. Yeah. Our house is a crate and our room is an even smaller crate and our bathroom is an even smaller place. Yeah. Right. I hear it all the time. I wish I had a bigger yard for my dog. That yard only matters if you're with them. Mm-hmm. We have a decent sized yard. My dog just sits at the door. Yeah. They, they potty and they come back to the door because they're pack animals. They want to be with their pack. Mm-hmm. Mine go out and they are a pack together and they just want to sniff all the leaves. There. See? <laughs> they don't my care about us. Like, yeah. We have not developed that. I, we definitely have steps to make. We all do. Yeah. If anyone's listening to this or, you know, watching it, like, take it easy on yourself. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. You don't have to be a dog trainer to be good with your dog. No more than you don't need to be a marriage counselor to have a good marriage. Right. But you got to have an understanding that there are going to be problems. Mm-hmm. Because we miscommunicate with people all the time and we speak the same language. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course, you're going to miscommunicate with your dog. Absolutely 100%. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. There's going to be, I don't care how good your dog's recall is, there's going to be a time they don't come back. Yeah. Right. There's going to be a time your dog seemingly out of nowhere goes after another dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's what you do with that information. It's how you respond to that and how you move forward. Yeah. This is where you be self-aware. Mm. Yes. Right. Yeah. Be self-aware and just move forward. And let's just, let's just get through this and let's just enjoy each other. Like if you're not having fun walking your dog, well, then we need to reevaluate a lot more stuff than just your dog being good on the walk. Right. Right. My, my, my buddy Lynn Boki had posted something and the other day and he said, don't walk your dog, walk with your dog. Mm, yes. That's perfect. Right. Think about it. Like if, if, 
you went to walk at the park with a loved one or a family member, are you constantly telling them to heal and walk straight and sit down at every stoplight? And no, you're just hanging out. Do you like mm-hmm. it's no one's walking too far ahead of each other because we're trying to have we're trying to communicate. Right. right? But no one's like, stay, stay behind me. Right. No you don't have sque- to. No one's squeezing your hand like mm-hmm. something bad's going to happen. Yeah. So why can't we do that with our dogs? Yeah. Right. We, we need to reevaluate exactly it, it, what, what we want, what we want, not just from our dogs, but in general. Right. D- the dogs, dogs are here to teach us a lesson. We Absolutely. haven't learned it yet. We yeah. haven't learned it. We've gotten worse. Yeah, I would agree with that. Myself included. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yelled I, at my dog twice today for barking at the Amazon guy. Oh my goodness. Well, because I was already looking on the camera. Oh yeah, because my dog knows that. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my dad, my my dog understands technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, my a couple of my dogs like to bark at animals on TV, so maybe they do right. understand technology. Maybe. Right. <laughs> I just want dogs are here to make us happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what they're here for. So why aren't we happy? Because we don't know how to be happy. Mm-hmm. Self-aware. Oh, man. Oh, There's man, a key. That's yeah. the key. It's not the dog's responsibility to make you, to, to provide that. Right. Unless you have given instruction like mm-hmm. literally, right? I bought a computer. I'm going to program all the programs that I need so that computer can be useful for me. Yeah. It's an inanimate object. Mm-hmm. Right? So now I have this dog. Let me know what you want me to do. I don't know, but I have a list of things you shouldn't do. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Don't worry, I'll feed you later. <laughs> Yeah. But I'm going to make you sit and do these, the, all these things for you to get your food. Cause in, I think right. you're, this is how you earn your food yeah. by sitting. And it's funny because we make them sit to earn their food because we think it means that they're calm, but they're not. They're, they're literally not. just going through the motions to get their food because that's all they care about. Yeah. Right. Well, this will get me through tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But isn't that a dog working for their food? I mean, in a sense, but for me, a dog's working for their food because we, we, we did all this stuff throughout the day. I had, I had a list mm-hmm. of things that we need to do today and we did it all. And now you're exhausted because we had a yeah. great day today. Here's some food to celebrate. You're reprogramming me right now. <laughs> You're reprogramming me. If you earn an NBA championship, you celebrate. Mm-hmm. You earned it. Celebrate. It's happy. It's fun. Right. Right. Some people like their dogs to be excited. And if you like your dog to be excited, well, then you need to set some, some rules and boundaries about where that can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
you know, it, again, it, it's, there's so many different avenues because we're human beings and it's right. And so yeah. you just have to, the, the dog just wants food, water, and shelter at the end of the day. Cause it makes them feel safe. Right. <laughs> That's it. Anything else is just icing. Stray dog. I see stray dog. You know, you see the stray dogs in Mexico and stuff. They're mm-hmm. chilling. Yeah. They're chilling. The they're beach not, dogs. Yeah. They're not like, oh, someone save me. <laughs> right. They're like, this is cool. Right. Give me There's some this food. Rest- right. There's this restaurant on the corner. Yeah. Throwing food out. It's great. Yeah. The human says, oh my God, that poor dog's eating out of the trash can. They don't understand it's a trash can. They're like, there's 14 bean and cheese, have eaten bean and cheese burritos in here. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to rescue you. Okay, so now I'm going to throw you in the house and trap you in here and not give you any clues about what you should be doing. Right? Yeah. But you, you can't leave. Yeah. At least the beast and beauty and the beast gave Belle a chance. Mm, yeah. Here, here's what makes me happy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. It, it, again, it's, it's, if, if you look at your relationship with your dog through human behavior, you're going to have a better understanding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't treat dog. We don't even treat dogs like humans. Like we just treat dogs like robots. Right. We just expect them to know what they're supposed to do. And when they don't do it, then it's their fault. And we have to come in and clean that up. But really, it's about us. It's about us. I saw the, I was at the park like about a month or two ago and the lady was walking her dog past, past another dog and her dog lunged at that dog. Right. And she said, no, she's all sick. Mm-hmm. And the dog sat and then she bopped the dog on the nose. Oh my goodness. Okay. And I know why she bopped the dog on the nose because of what the dog did. Mm-hmm. Lunged at the dog. But you literally just told the dog to sit and the dog just did what you wanted and got punished for it for sitting. Right. right. <laughs> Listen to me now. <laughs> right. Ah, okay. Come get your spanking. So now what happens? The dog meets a stranger. The stranger tells the dog to sit. The human goes to go pet the dog and gets bit. Oh man. Yeah. Because the dog maybe thinks it's going to get hit. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you're not my mom. You're not allowed to do that to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the human's like, oh my God, my dog's aggressive out of nowhere. But they'll never tell you the story about when they bopped the dog on the nose after they sat. The only reason I know that is because I watched it happen. Well, and it's funny because I don't even think that people would put that together. I bopped my dog on the nose. I corrected him. I, I punished him. And they move on. Like, it's what was supposed to happen and we're done. Yeah. It's like the remote control. Yeah. You don't realize it until you start being self-aware. As technology advances, we just, we, technology keeps moving forward and we're just stuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like it, we just become helpless to the technology. Like, I'll just let it do that for me. Yeah. And we forget that there's other stuff that needs to go on. So much stuff, you Mm -hmm. know, but you know, again, it's just, 
take your time, enjoy your dog. If you're not having fun with your dog, you're doing something wrong. Right. Find the moment where you can enjoy your dog and just do keep doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Even if it at means the very like, least. Yeah. If, if you're just doing little training things inside your house, you know, putting a leash on them and walking from room to room, you're doing something with them. Yeah. And it's, it's like you said, that undivided attention. That's it. That's it. Stop getting mad. Can we stop getting mad at our dogs? Mm-hmm. Can we stop blaming our dogs for our, all of our emotional baggage? Can we stop? Yes. yes. You imagine if you only told your best friend your problems and didn't allow your best friend to talk back ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when your best friend's like, oh, I'm having a rough day. Well, let me tell you about mine. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just I, stop. Just be quiet. Hold on. I got something to say. I think we need to work on forgiving ourselves to be able to just get past whatever we think is going on. Like from this point on, whatever happened, happened. I need now to move forward. And now it's over. Mm-hmm. So we can choose to live in it as mm-hmm. long as we want. Right. Right. There's no timeline, like, but we can choose when to live in it. Mm-hmm. Right. One of my dog, one of our dogs just passed away in December. Mm-hmm. Think about her all the time. Yeah. But not all day long. Right. Not when I'm working with another dog, not when I'm enjoying dinner with my wife, not right. when I'm doing stuff, but sometimes when I'm alone, mm-hmm. I think about her and I get sad. Right. And I feel that. And then it's over. Right. <laughs> you have to let yourself feel it because the more yeah. you repress that stuff, the more it's going to come out in other places in other ways that maybe aren't as healthy. Right. And how are other people supposed to know? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think it's just, again, self-awareness. You yeah. want a better relationship with your dog? You want your dog to stop being so reactive? Can we learn to be calm around the things that are freaking them out? Because if we can't do it, how do we expect them to do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Oh man, John, thank you. I, I know I need to let you go. You have, you're so busy with all your <laughs> dogs and rescues that you work with. Like, but thank you so much. This was amazing. You oh, yes. got my wheels going. And if you want to have a part two, we do part two. Yes. We'll see. We'll see if we can get questions from the audience. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, let me know. I would love for every, every time we get asked to do something, like mm-hmm. I like to return the favor and maybe we can do an Instagram live or something and yeah. get to know you and, you yeah. know, that would be fun. Definitely. Right. I, I think that's um something we should absolutely do. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, but after this is over, just, just whatever you have with the day, Enjoy your dogs. Yes. Enjoy them. Yeah. Let them make you happy. Let them be their quirky selves. <laughs> Let them be their quirky selves. Like yep. we all do some weird shit sometimes. <laughs> 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 yes. I, 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 I chew loud for my wife. She, <laughs> she still continues to sit next to me when I eat. Like, 
And because of that, I try to be more self-aware of how loud I'm chewing. Right. But sometimes I forget. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, John. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. And yeah, uh, yeah let's uh, let's circle back and let let me return the favor. Yeah. Oh, and where can people find you? If oh, they want to learn um, more about you. Uh, there's Humble Canine. It's at Humble Canine. We're on Instagram and Facebook. And then our rescue page is I Pity the Bull. And that's Instagram, Facebook too. Try to make it as easy as possible. Yes. We have a TikTok, but I never use it. So mm -hmm. I TikTok. I think I'm I'm past that. I, I can't. I'm still trying to figure out Instagram. <laughs> well, if you ever need help, let me know. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Animal Rescue Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe and tell your friends. Thank you.